Reed Richards, can his whole body stretch? I mean, every part? Welcome to Fireside. Welcome to Fireside, where we talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mitch's got the grooviest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel Mama's power, Earth 2 with features. And either listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comment facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks first, Mr. P. Features. Hello, internets. And then there's Mauer. Beep you. Oh, God. There was such uh, a dramatic pause for nothing. I know. And it's the stupidest thing to call back to bring in. It's it's just show I I can keep my cadence the same for months. <laughs> Beep you. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's all you got for me. <laughs> that's all I got for you. It's been a long week, man, and it's only Tuesday. All right, let me let me get one for Baby Huey. Baby Huey, give me your best beep you. Beep you. Wow, good good job. You gave your best. Beep you, Menti. Uh, that's that's good to know that that's your best. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not screaming. How about you? Give me a beep, you menti. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me get. Oh, look at you! Get, I, I was kind of hoping some of those cracks would have like hit the microphone, but none of that worked. I just tried to crack my neck and did really. All right, here we go. Beep you. A little short. Better. You know, you 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 <laughs> had the uh, the impact of it, but you just you couldn't sustain more than a few seconds. I hear. <laughs> Okay, we'll go with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wednesday. What's that mean, Features? It's time for the new news. Features has like a fort going on over its house, his house. Do you <laughs> see that? He's got like a, some sheets up, you know, a no girls allowed sign hanging up. I like how it, it didn't take Whoa. us very... Did he just pull out... Uh, uh, did he... Wait a second. Was that a gift from Mauer? Or are you, is he rubbing off on you? He just pulled a machete out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> And that's so a he's Mauer got the move no girl sign and the machete, so he he's set. That's not that's not no girls. That's no one. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, we've got plenty of things to talk about today. Uh, for example, uh, Marvel's relaunching Iron Man and Spider Man Morales to the PS Five, and Joker's sidekick is a menti. Sorry, a dick. Wow. 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 Coming from the guy with the beep you catchphrase. All right. <laughs> it was I guess almost we'll... visceral. I know. That was, that was I rough. I call it like I see it. When you see me, you see a dick? <laughs> a little one. Little. <laughs> Do you really want to play the little big game there, Mauer? <laughs> Listen, I, I just I just don't know what to say sometimes. Let's move on. <laughs> we are burning minutes of this show. There are people listening right now going, I don't know what they're talking about. This we is normal. I mean, to be, uh, to be honest, it's actually pretty good. If we're getting into the news and we're under four minutes, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
That kind of that beats our record. Um, all right. Well, yeah, there's first some off, shows it's 12 minutes and we still haven't started talking about anything of relevance. That's true. That's true. We tried to fit the entire show into the tail end. Yeah, that's <laughs> happened. <laughs> all right. So we got this going on next. Next. All right. It really does. It's just rapid fire. Here's headlines. All right. Well, what's going on with DC and Diamond? So they're extending their partnership, and this is more than likely due to the comic shops coming online in a sporadic manner. Um, the orders for certain shops actually getting in and getting their uh, customers, it was just too short of a turnover to do June. So now they're going to be extending that. They can order uh, the periodicals and the reorders and all that through July through Diamond. And there's still going to be that overlap between the two of them, it looks like, so that there's a smooth transition going on. Um, I got to admit, going through and looking at uh, Moshko's, I'm going to say that, Moshko Collectibles, he signed up for the DC distributor through whatever, the uh, Pigeon. And uh, (laughs) it's nice and organized. I've seen Diamond's order sheets, and they're complicated and with all the different things. It's very precise. It's very clean. Um, so we're going to place an order for some of the stuff that we want through him, and we're going to see how they deliver so we can actually have firsthand knowledge on how pigeons are delivering these books. <laughs> it, it, it takes two or three of them, depending on what your order is. Uh, they, they struggle. <laughs> if, you, if you get like, like, the, like the hardback uh, copies, like The Walking Dead, they, they, you know, they tend to skim the ground a little bit. So be cautious. <laughs> Uh, but I think this is good. I, you know, I've said it before, um, and there's been a few online chats I've had to insert myself into because people keep bashing this as bad. Why? 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 You have a show where you can do that. You don't have to jump into weird online debates that you're never going to (laughs) win. Listen, you know, I got to troll somewhere and you you yell at me everywhere. You, you yell at me you? when I troll our page. So I troll other it, people's pages now. That doesn't you stop you. Us. I know. What are you talking about? <laughs> when do I troll you guys? You just did. It was like the <laughs> opening of the show. <laughs> That's true. All right. Can we talk about HBO Max some more? No, we can't because this is stupid. I mean, I don't know. It's uh, HBO How Max cool is making... When Netflix did it, but when HBO does it, you're all upset with it. It wasn't cool when they did it either. <laughs> what are you talking about? You've read any Netflix books? No, but Netflix you said is it was doing cool something a little different. The news. They actually legitimately came out with books. This is a publicity stunt for you to be aware of what's available on HBO Max. So let me tell you the story. HBO Max <laughs> is releasing several several comic <laughs> books that are essentially advertisements that you can pick up that have a narrative. It's an advertisement with a narrative. That's what it is. So it's a story, uh, several stories, one of a fake Mr. Fantastic, a fake Aqualad, and uh, what's well, the hold on. fake looking... <laughs> It's Iron, not Iron a Man fake Mr. Fantastic. Dude. Olivia is a stand-up comic with elastic abilities. Brian's okay. a scuba diver who gains aquatic powers. Hector's cool. a teacher who becomes an interstellar hero when he finds and they a strange all device. all like purple way too much. <laughs> all of them have that same purple. And it, here's the thing. Here's the, 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 this big cool thing about these three books. In the books, there's going to be little Easter eggs for content that's available on HBO Max. So it's a scavenger hunt at the same time. Wow. You know what? When we were, we were this kids, is we worth liked your time. things like this. This is what happens when AT&T goes over to DC and goes, look, 
uh, our service isn't jumping off the way we kind of want it, and um, I need all of your DCU fans to move over to ours. <laughs> it's that 5G. That's, yeah, this is, this is the... Yeah, oh. I think because it they, has yeah. more to do with they can't get more DirecTV subscribers because they weren't allowed to install satellites. So when they bought that, that money did not come in. So they're, that's why HBO Max got pushed out early. Because it wasn't I supposed mean, to launch for another two months. This would be cool if it like if Max wasn't written all over the thing like a billboard that you turn the pages. <laughs> like if it was just like a story that like had cool Max. E- what did Easter you see? Who the head editor is? What's up? Did you see who the editor of all this is? It's Michael Jim Bay. Lee's involved. It's Michael Bay. <laughs> Explosions uh, on every page. Make sure you I, I, get that Coke every, commercial. You turn the page and it sets on fire. <laughs> <laughs> this comic will self-destruct in 30 seconds. <laughs> That's such a great idea. Run with that idea. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm, if you can't tell, I don't care about this. <laughs> really? That was kind of <laughs> shocking. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe, hey, maybe they're cool. Uh, I I don't know. It just it feels like this is one of those things where I'm gonna guess the story's gonna fall short. It was kind of rushed out, but we'll see. I highly doubt these books were in works for the for a very long time. Wasn't like they were working on this for a year and they're ready to launch. <laughs> this could be Jim Lee's swan song. You don't know. Do you believe that? No, but it <laughs> could be. Nose dive. <laughs> All right, let's move on. No, this is AT&T saying, hey, Jim Lee, I need you to push these books. <laughs> That's what this is. <laughs> and Jim goes, how much are you paying me again? Sure thing. I'll take it. Let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, what happened to Dan Dio? Yeah, no, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll push your books. <laughs> I have right, Jim on? pushed him out. What, what was that, Sue? I think Jim might have pushed Dan out a little bit, too. Okay, I mean, I'm, I'm apparently the story is that AT and T like literally walked in through D- DC looking for him. But okay, although it is right. kind of suspect that Jim Lee was on vacation like when it happened. Yep. Like <laughs> I'm gonna be out of the country <laughs> when this happens. You All right, whatever. Let's talk. Features Nightwing. What's going on with Nightwing? Okay, so uh, when we last left Nightwing, uh, he wasn't Dick Grayson anymore. Not even Nightwing. He was Rick. He was a cop. Yeah. Dumb. So <laughs> he had his. Dumb. his <laughs> yes, we know it's dumb. So dumb. But, so dumb. How but, come it's dumb there, but it was okay in the Titans show when he was a cop? That's not, that's not him being a cop. It's Rick. It's a stupid Rick name I can't get over. <laughs> no. I don't care. He's a cop. He was a secret agent. Like, go ahead. Do you, Rick. <laughs> Rick. It but sounds you know what? terrible. Rick Grayson? There, that just there, there may be a payoff to the memory loss, as we know, uh, due to the altercation with the KG Beast and the Court of Owls, who then transferred his his memories and yeah, his memories into like this crystal. Uh the Joker, as it would have it, and this is spoilers for anybody who hasn't gotten there yet, or you know, but the Joker attains the crystal somehow. Clown magic. Um, he gets the crystal and he pretty much, pretty much rewrites Dick Grayson's history, starting off by telling him, "Hey, let me tell you a story about an orphan kid who lost his parents in a circus." And this sounds very much like Captain America and, uh, and the, <laughs> the Cosmic Cube, 
Uh, am I wrong here? You're Just a not little bit wrong, but I got another analogy for you that was brought up about it too. It's also similar to uh, the story arc in Batman Beyond for Return of the Joker when he kind of mind wiped uh, Tim Drake. And then Tim Drake murderizes him at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pops a cap in his ass. Pretty much. But um, this sounds cool. You know when you go, you know when you go to like, when, remember like when you used to go to Blockbuster and like they would be. I was a West like Coast Jura- video fan. Jurassic Garden or like Atlantic Rim. You know what I mean? That's what Rick Grayson feels like to me. That's every time I see that name, it just feels like I feel like I'm getting Jurassic Garden. <laughs> oh, Minty. I can't do it. I can't do it. Get um, him out of here. This could be well, a really cool story. Or it could be a dumpster fire. Well, here's the thing about this story. This story is pretty much going to lead into uh, the Joker Wars, which is coming soon after. And, what? you know, Nightwing is... Nightwing's probably going to be the Joker sidekick. And I'm saying well, not, probably very loosely. He, he is. Not too long ago, we were talking that Harley Quinn is going to be the new Robin. So the idea that Dick Grayson is Joker's sidekick with that makes sense, oddly. Not that I like it, but I get it. I could easily see somebody in a meeting going, okay, well, what if we did the same thing, but with the Joker? But I also think it'd be cool to see Dick Grayson uh, pull like a red hood and go off the deep end. We saw that in the, remember the forge before Dark Knight's Metal? Oh, yeah. And he was the reason that everybody, like the whole, all Gotham went, was was taken under. Like he head up the special forces task, task force to take out all superheroes. Yeah, we did. Never mind. I'm just saying, man. All right. I mean, it's maybe. All right. Kudos. Try it. Let's see how it goes. Maybe he does something awesome and then kills the Joker. Maybe. I'd I love mean, to see the Joker die. That would that would eliminate one of the three. So haven't we haven't we seen the Joker die and come back? I mean it's comics, man. We're about to talk well, about another character who's died and come back many times. Yeah, but if you if Batman witnesses Dick Grayson killing the Joker, like doing something that he would never do, I think it'd be a cool payoff to that. Yeah, story. it'd be cool. That would be cool. Okay, I just, psychologically, what that would do to Batman? Yeah, it's, it's how weird it is that like adults reading comics are just like, what kind of psychological torment can we put our favorite childhood characters through? <laughs> that's that's a I mean, that's an adult comic fan for you. Can, can we break does, Batman more than he already is? Yeah, like, like trauma. Does, I just want trauma. Does Batman, <laughs> does Batman need more trauma? I, apparently, yes. <laughs> then apparently, he picks up the yes. mantle of Robin himself, and he becomes his own Robin. It's just he's, a twist. He's got a sock puppet. <laughs> he's got a sock puppet, Robin. <laughs> All right. Let's Can that be the on. name of this episode? Sock puppet, Robin? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm feeling that one. Workshop it. You got I'll this. Workshop Cisco. it. All right. Uh, all right. So uh, keeping this moving, uh, Marvel Unlimited really is going to release free comics through the Unlimited app. So Marvel's going to use the. Has anyone, do you guys use the Marvel Unlimited app? Has anyone here actually used it? I use nope. it on Comixology, which Marvel is now merging into. So I've had Comixology Unlimited for three years now, um, and I use it pretty regularly. It's uh, They'll do free comics that are a little bit older, but every now and then they'll do current comics for free um, for you to borrow, and you can borrow like two dozen at a time. Um, and that's, with, it's like a library for comics, right? It's a library for comics, uh, and there's also some exclusive content. 
So Marvel's had their own, and what was it, a month ago, Huey, when Marvel announced that they're going to be going to Comixology? Give or take a month, yeah. Um, which, if you, and we've said it before on the show, Comixology for me is a great way to read comics. It goes panel by panel. You have all the content there. Um, reading on the airplane or if you're traveling, you can go across multiple devices. So on your phone to that. So if you get a chance, check it out. But this free release, I don't know if it's going to be on Comixology yet. It might just be on the old Marvel Unlimited until it transfers over. I think, yeah, I think it, from everything that I've seen, it seems like it's just the app. But they're giving away uh, books um, th- that celebrate uh, black creators as well as black characters. And there's a lot of really cool books that they're giving out. There's volume one of Power Man and Iron Fist. Um, they are giving out um, uh, the, what's the, what's Blue Marvel story? Something of the, something of Adam? What was, it's not the tale of Adam. What was it called? Uh, no one? Adam, Legend of the Blue Marvel. That's the one. That's the one. Um, so yeah, uh, Black Panther, the, the client, which I personally haven't read, but everyone always says that, like, that's one of the top tier Black Panther books. I yeah, been. the Christopher Priest one with uh, yeah. Mark Tex. Yes. So point being is, if you have that app, or even if you don't have that app, right now is a good time to download it, because there's a lot of cool free content on there to check out. Cool. All right, let's, let's, talk, about, uh, let's talk about the Iron Avenger. Uh, Getting, uh, hold on, going baby, back to Huey, basics. calm down. Baby Huey's doing what? cartwheels over here. See, we can fan about this for a minute, right? Because yep, absolutely. I mean, we're getting a new Iron Man suit designed by Alex Ross. I don't think I'm worried more so about the design of the suit more so than I want to see Alex Ross design it and then put it in his style of art. Because I think it's, well, it, it's always something beautiful when it comes. You'll to get Alex a cover Ross. by Alex. Well, yes. Well, he the the design looks very much like the original Iron Man design, but with a very modern take to it. Which so is it my still favorite seems like why, it has. What's why, up? I said that's my favorite armor. That's why Matt was telling me to stop doing cartwheels. Oh, the, what the classic one? The classic armor. Yeah, yeah it's my favorite armor. So, it, and that's a, kind of the point of the whole book. The uh, whole idea of this new book is to to bring Iron Man back to his roots, to not be so much about the tech, but more about Tony Stark, uh, which could be cool. Uh, I just as long, hate the eye slits on the classic armor. Like where you can see his actual eyes through the face mask. That always bothered me. <laughs> I don't think we'll have that. I don't think you'll get that on this. I mean, we've moved on too far from that where the heads up display and everything. I don't think that's possible <laughs> for you to actually see his eyes. Uh, so, yeah. but in general, I like the idea. I mean, it was cool when, when uh, All New All Different started and we got that Iron Man whose suit shape shifted and stuff. Like, but like going back to traditional Iron Man for a little bit, I'm cool with that. I'm into that idea. Like extremist Iron Man, like take it back to that point. Well, extremist Iron Man is my favorite costume and my favorite Iron Man story. Well, uh, it won't be that. I, it won't be that Iron Man suit. I'm because no. I think it's going to be even more traditional than that. But I, I want that because that's what we got during that time was the first is when the MCU influence really kind of started to take hold, and Iron Man became a more not as serious of a character. We got that Robert Downey Jr. influence on him a little bit. Uh, and mm-hmm. he was a lot more, he was, he started becoming a lot more fun. So if we start going back to that, I'm in. I like depressing Iron Man. <laughs> Good drinking again. Yeah. Let's put a bottle in his hand. Let's kill <laughs> Joker in front of Batman. Let's put a bottle in Iron Man's hand. 
You know, what can we do? You know what? I've got to troll somewhere, man. Where am I going to troll? I don't even, where am I going to troll? I have to troll somewhere. Uncle Ben comes back and Aunt May has to kill him. What? We're just what? crushing them. Keep going, man. How, how, uh, <laughs> how, how far down this rabbit hole can we go? We'll blow up Earth and Superman has to go to another planet. Right, could, you, could you could you imagine though a Superman book where like Earth was destroyed and he has to go to a third planet like he's just mopey and depressed all the time he's like Hitch or uh, not Hitch uh, Hancock he's, he's Hancock. just Hancock on another planet <laughs> drinking I don't know no matter what this planet's gonna blow up to <laughs> yeah I'm not saving anyone um all right uh, moving on from there Feech tell me what's going on with Spider Man. Well, we already talked about the return of one original or classic. We got another returning classic for Marvel, which will be a classic uh, foe of Spider-Man, which is uh, Norman Osborn's Green Goblin, whom in this Who? new 850 issue, uh, he's coming back. And the last time we saw him, he was the Red Goblin, which was cool. Um, but, you know, apparently he lost the Carnage symbiote, so no longer Red Goblin. So now he's coming back. Regular Green Goblin, but Norman Osborn at his peak craziness, more than likely. Should be good. And from what's said about this issue, it's supposed to be action-packed. And when it comes to Spider-Man and action, no it's always way. something good. <laughs> action-packed. So, no, they're going to sit in a room together and talk it out. <laughs> so you were talking about that. In Huey, what's up, Huey? Hold on. Huey's waving his hand. What's up, Huey? Well, features you just, you just said he's going to be facing Norman as his... Uh, peak uh craziness he actually yes. is because when he lost uh the red goblin uh symbiote he actually lost all the goblins uh serum as well so he's actually crazy now so he's gonna this is something that peter's never faced before you know it's so funny it's, it's funny that you also just said something that peter never faces before is it just me or and there's a, several stories like this but the Green Goblin coming back, I feel like in the, the f like four and a half years, five years we've been doing this, we've had this story about six or seven times. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Like, well, Norman Osborn's back again. The last time Norman no, Osborn was a 50 We probably have, but can you name me a greater, like, Spider-Man villain? It's, it, but that's not, that's not the point. I agree, with, I agree with you. Um, wow. Mysterio is better than Green Goblin? Ooh. Ooh, no. Wow. Wow. <laughs> no. Wow, I don't I don't. Maybe Scorpion. I mean, I, may, maybe Scorpion. Shocker. Okay, this is the trolling. Uh, Hydro Man. <laughs> yes. This, I, um, I'll call just call Justin Timberlake because this dude's a troll. So, <laughs> wow. So while you were talking about that, know what was going on in my head? This is issue eight fifty, right? Right. Yes. Think about how old we're going to be when they hit issue one thousand. Old, very old. It's like 13 years from now. <laughs> Mauer's going to be about 82. <laughs> Mentee's going to have no hair and be like 79. Probably. <laughs> Features still won't have sleeves. <laughs> Probably Baby not. Huey will be prepubescent Huey. <laughs> <laughs> I like how in this story, Baby <laughs> Huey's like Groot. <laughs> I am Huey. <laughs> Moving forward. What else uh, we got? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Aftershock. What's up with Aftershock? You skipped Kirkman. Oh, there's Kirkman news. Oh, yeah. The Kirkman news is weird. I hate this. 
So Kirkman Kirkman made fake covers to make people believe that there was going to be a 194 and a 195 and a 196 of The Walking Dead to try and fool people. So they thought that the book was going to keep going. Why you would want to do that. First off, why stop your book at 193 randomly is still weird to me. Like, I, I feel I still don't truly believe this. Like, I'd love to actually talk. He'd never say it, but I'd love to talk to him thinking like, Seven What's the likelihood <laughs> you're going to stop before 200? Seven issues before 200, you're going to stop? Like, that's such a corn, like, that's a milestone book. You couldn't fake or stretch out a story for seven issues? I, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Maybe I, it's I, some I just, weird I feel numerology like, thing. I just feel like he was done with it. I think I feel there like, was money involved and he went, nah. Yep. And he's, because, I mean, he's huge right now. And Kirk Kirkman's one of the biggest writers in all of comics now because of The Walking Dead and its success. And he's got he has multiple TV shows now under his belt. I mean, that dude can do what he wants. Here's so, what's going to happen: ten years from now, when we get to Spider-Man 1000, or thirteen years from now, we'll get the issues 194 through 200 as a miniseries because he'll go. I'm going to finally get to 200. He'll release this freaking miniseries that jumps into the future, and then he'll get bank off of that and respark his career if it's ever going down. He's just keeping it in his back pocket. I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know. Sounds it's just, feasible. It's, moving on. It just seems like there's a lot of politics behind it, probably. I, I don't know what's up with Aftershock. What's happening with Aftershock? They're doing, the, it's, a, it's a charity one-shot? First off, what, I mean, who, who does Aftershock's comics have? Like, who's their big book? Uh, I, <laughs> Baby Huey. <laughs> Uh, all I know is they're going to be giving free copies to the next 300 stores in the rankings for Diamond's Top 200, and they're going to get 20 copies of the SOS per storefront, so on their June 24th orders. Um, it's going to showcase work from uh, people such as Zach Thompson, Jamie McKelvey, Jerry Ordway, Cullen Bunn, and Aaron Douglas, artist Gordon Purcell, Leela Lees. Uh, Seisman Kudransky and Rose Stein. Be honest, none of us read Aftershock, no Aftershock. This is just news that you're going to be getting some free stuff and it's going to be for charity, so go collect it or whatever. Moving on. Well, it looks like R.L. Stein's doing an Aftershock book. That's kind of cool. Like Goosebumps guy? You don't like, you know, yeah, Goosebumps guy. You didn't read Goosebumps growing up? I did not. Oh, no, that's true. You were probably about 30 when they came out. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> All right. What do we got for uh TV news? Not much. Um I mean one of them is the most filler news ever. I don't know who put this one in here, but Agents of Shield uh Area 51, spoiler alert, is a, a shield base. There you go. That's kind of cool. Right? Is I mean, it though? I w- wouldn't you have just guessed that? Like, I feel like we don't even need an article. I feel like I feel like the <laughs> article should have been uh, Area Fifty One is a shield base, and then it goes to the article and it just says, "Duh, duh." <laughs> like that. I, I feel like Area Fifty One would just be a shield safe house where they kept all the extraterrestrial equipment that they didn't figure out yet. No, no, no. it's the complete opposite. It's like the most non-secret thing ever. That's like where you go for your paperwork when you join Shield. It's like their interview place. <laughs> It's got like a Jamba Juice in there. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a shopping center. It's it's like the underground area at Disney, like where all the actors get to go just to kind of <laughs> just, just kind of cool off, hang out. There's drinks and vending machines. That's where Tahiti is. 
Yeah, they just go down there, but Tahiti that's there. Where, that's where Tahiti is. <laughs> moving on it's a magical place yeah i don't know man i don't care agents of shield i'm sorry i know there's people out there who love agents of shield but i and they suck uh, i don't i don't get it i don't i don't we, but lock and key that's left. always some fun news yes uh so locking they said for the show and this isn't shocking because the first season blew through like every single key that they have well that's not true there's a bunch of keys they didn't do yet but they still went through a way more keys than they than they should have for one season uh, they're developing brand new keys, so we're gonna get a we're gonna start to see new and and unique keys in season two. And maybe that was the goal. Maybe the goal was to speed through the whole story so they can make more original things and start building a shared. I still think they're doing a shared universe with all this stuff. That would I feel be like great. that's Netflix's goal. Now, Minty, I, I want to ask you as a Lock and Key fans. I know I I didn't hear about Lock and Key until until you and maybe uh Lock and Key talked about it. Um, how would you feel about them making like newer keys for the show? Like, is that a, well, it's get, it's one of the creators of lock and key who's making the keys. So it's, uh, it was, uh, um, Gabriel Rodriguez, I believe. So for the uninitiated, what does that mean? A new key. So in lock and key in that book, the keys in what it's called key house all do pretty interesting and wild things. So one key turns shadows into monsters that you can control. One key allows you to add or remove things from your own mind. Um, one, one key, key gets key... you the Snyder cut. What's up? I didn't hear what I didn't. I, I missed the punchline. I said one key gets you the Snyder cut. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I'm glad somebody turned that one. <laughs> it was one of the HBO Max characters. <laughs> it was that. You gotta read the comic guy. to get it, though. You gotta read the comic to get the key. That's what it ends with. <laughs> It's a Netflix ad. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm into it. I because especially if it goes into what I believe, which is that it's going into um, an, ex, an expanded, yeah, the Sandman book that we know that's coming out, but that's a crossover between the two and Sandman adaptation coming to Netflix. It just kind of all leads to me to believe that they're going to start to coalesce inside of Netflix, which I'm cool. I'm in. I'm into it. All right, let's move from TV into Nintendo 64. What? Let's talk Star Fox. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. No, and first first off, I mean, and this is the only downside about the MCU getting to the point where it's at, is now we're going to start talking about characters that nobody cares about. <laughs> like, like, they're going like to be a big Marvel. deal, maybe, but who cares about Star Fox? Anybody? The Silver Tongue? Anyone care? There, there, was, I, a, so, there was a point in time where I cared about Eros because I didn't know what he did, and then I found out he just flies around. Like really fast and and listen, I like the frog guy. To people, what's up? I like the frog guy that flew the jet. Uh, oh, I, I uh, wow. what was his name? I uh, oh, it's gonna kill me. Or I'm I don't want to I don't want dead air, but that's gonna kill me anyway. Uh, and for anybody who doesn't know, Star Fox is actually is Thanos' brother. They don't look anything alike because Thanos has the deviant gene, which goes back to Celestials messing with, uh, with Earth beings and creating Eternals and then also creating Deviants. And he was an Eternal that had deviant gene. And then they moved to Titan. And then Eros is there who talks really well and can convince you of things that you don't want to do. There you go. That's, that's Eros. And he looks ridiculous. He's got... He's got spandex with a weird collar, and he's got like the fake Wolverine haircut. Uh, like he's—I I don't care. I liked Eros. Did like, you? Like I remember. Yeah, because it was to me, it was kind of a a non-powered villain. Because all he did is persuade you. But he was—wasn't he, he a hero most of the time? He was an I Avenger. 
I thought he was a well, hero. He was. Hero, quote, air quotes. I don't know. It's but that's we're gonna start seeing that. Like I when we start getting Nova news and things, I'm gonna get real excited. But then they're like, Yeah, let's, let's talk about Eros. And that makes sense with the Eternals movie. Like, mm-hmm. I get you could throw an Easter egg with him in there. Like, I get it. But I don't care. I don't care about the Eternals movie, to be honest. I'll, I like here's here's what I want from the Eternals movie. A flashback to the beginning of of Earth, right? And them saying the word mutant. That's it. It's like when that happens, I can walk out of the theater. <laughs> I think so in the first three minutes, it meant the, uh, the Star Fox, the, the frog ice, uh, slippy, slippery toad, slippery toad, I, slippy, good uh, old slippy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that game was awesome. But yeah, that's that's it. I mean, all right, there we go. That's, Let's talk Spider Man coming in. Let's talk Spider Man PS Five. Uh, before here, right before that, I just want to talk about the Suicide Squad because that's just too funny to me. Did you did you see that? It's just too funny to me. No, you didn't see that. I saw it. Go on, tell people. Uh, James Gunn. J- James Gunn. Recently, they asked him like, why Why did you pick the name the Suicide Squad? He goes, to be honest, it was a joke, but the executives seemed to love it, and uh, they just kept going with it. So I guess that's the name now. <laughs> So his his whole big idea to differentiate his movie from the last is the. Great. Moving on. Wow. I know. Like, Mauer, is it just me or is Mauer, like, extra pantywad right now? <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, sweaty pantywad. Like, I can, f- like, it's salty over here. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Go move on then, man. <laughs> you guys see the Spider-Man edition of PS5? I did. Does anyone did anyone finally officially find out if it's a game or if it's an expansion? Because there's so conflicting reports everywhere. I think it's, it's a, game, a game, but game, but not a sequel. So it's a game, but not a sequel. There's more than likely it's taking place because I didn't play the first game. It's like a 1.5, so it's not quite a sequel, but not quite the first game. Um, so I have a feeling, but it is a full game. They said it is a full game expanding on the first game. I have a feeling that game made so much money they didn't have time to put out a new game. So taking a lot of the engineering and a lot of the same stuff from the first game, just throwing it out with a new sticky, new wrapper on it. That's sticky. And uh, Spider-Man. I don't know, man. That's I hope that's not the case because that's I mean that's sixty bucks right there. It's, I don't I don't think I want sixty dollars for half a game. I think you know it might mean? come like, free with the it, system. That would sti- it sounds to me so. then that that means that there is a Spider-Man two coming, which is the Venom story, which they they teased last year. And that means another sixty dollars coming down the pipeline instead of just having those be the same thing. Remember, Spider-Man came for free with the when you bought the last system with the Spider-Man stuff on it. Like sure, if that's skin. how you bought it. <laughs> but so like, what, not not everyone did, and it was a, and that was a full game with DLC. I mean, that, I, that the the first I I beat both DLCs, but the uh, or excuse me, all three. It's three DLCs, right, Huey? Yeah, it's three. Yeah, you, beat, you yeah. beat the last one. I got one more. I but the, 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 the main game, the official game, I still haven't finished it. There's just so really? much to do in that, that original story where if Miles is only getting like 1.5 instead of an official two, and this is only like half a game here. I well, don't no, know it would still be a full bucks. game. You're just not going to get a lot of new areas and a lot of new worlds. Like a lot, they'll just use a lot of the same engine they used on the first one. 
I feel like they should do that with the second one too, because New York is New York. Like, it, but they <laughs> always add new mechanics to it for a new game. Sure, mechanics, but you don't have to redesign the whole world. Like, leave New York alone. It is. They, they did a perfect job. New York's great in that game. It, mm-hmm. it is. Uh, All right. Well, you can go to emergentgamer.com and talk more about this. I don't care. Moving on. Oh, wait, it's the end. Do that thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, one, one quick thing. There is a little bit of no! news that we, Shush! That, we, that we obviously didn't talk about that's probably worth mentioning that we didn't talk about for a reason, and that's because Saturday we're going to dedicate an entire show to it. Okay, you can talk about this. Can, can I say that? Maybe. So, I don't know. What, what are we doing Saturday, Mauer? No, I'm waiting on you. No, no, please. No, no, no. By all means. Go ahead. By all means. You, Talk I, I, fearless, no, I, leader. I'm, I'm, I'm shushing. All right. What's happening? <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the life and times of Denny O'Neill on Saturday. Nice guy if you, have him, if you had met him uh, before his untimely passing. And I don't care how old he was. It was still untimely. But he's, I mean, he's a legend. He's like, he deserves multiple shows. He does. But that's, that's our Saturday show. So our Saturday show show is going to be celebrating and remembering Denny O'Neill. And his creation of Asriel. Wow, out of all the things that he's done, that's that's what we're going to focus on. All right, gonna, now, if you like the show, you can find that. it at welcometofireside.com or welcome to Fireside, your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. Uh, if, you, if you can do us a favor, comment, like, uh, rate, subscribe, all that stuff goes a, a very long way. Uh, we appreciate all the support. Once again, I'm Menti. I'm Features. And I'm Mr. Mauer. Don't forget to go to welcometofireside.com. Click on some of those links. (laughs) And uh, Fireside Shop launching imminently. (laughs) You can buy some swag. I like how Mauer wants to like, he wants to say something, but he never actually does. (laughs) He's very excited to share. And then he has to like backtrack himself. He's like, I can't wait for you to see nothing. <laughs> Don't look behind this curtain. All right, Shatner. Um, if it makes the listeners feel any better, I do it to those around me that I love too. I'll be like, I got something awesome for you. I'm not talking about it for like six weeks though. Sorry, guys. He does classic trolling. No, no, that's not trolling. That's just that's just Mauer. <laughs> I know something you don't. You'll I feel know like he, when it's done. I, I don't. I don't know if it's. A, I know something you don't know as much as it is like. Oh, I forgot. I wanted to tell you. Oh wait, no, I don't want to tell you that yet. And then it just sits in the back of your head. Like, what the hell did Mauer want to tell me? <laughs> that's it. He that's plants really these it. these these damn seeds that don't go away for two three months, and then something amazing just appears. Sometimes, sometimes we just never get the answer because <laughs> it fell through or something. So he just ignores it. <laughs> True. Deuces. The way you just laughed is the most telling thing. (laughs) (laughs) The most Beavis and Butthead Bowers ever got. I said deuces. (laughs) Deuces. Deuces. Excelsior. Thank you, Phoenix. (laughs) 